do you know where the phrase gaslight comes from? Oh, you told me once, or I read it somewhere. I don't know. But I did know once. I don't know right now. Would you like to tell us? <laughs> um, it comes from a, a short story called Gaslight, which is about a man who decides that he is going to try and make his wife think that she is uh, insane. Like, he does, he sets up all of these things to try and make her feel like she's having a mental breakdown because he, like, mm. I don't know, he hates his wife or some the shit. The old, like, cut an inch off of the bottom of the bed every day. Yeah, and, like, just doing, like, little... Replace her clothes with exactly the same clothes but a little smaller. Why do you know these tricks? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the way, I might, I I'm like, might. wait a second, my clothes are tight as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, why are you so big all of a sudden? I walk around on my knees wearing, like, little shoes at the bottom so I look real small. Well, yes, that is what he does. I don't remember what specific things he does, but he does a whole bunch of things to her. Um, And then that's where the phrase gaslighting comes from. And there's actually this really great article um, by Lauren Duca at Teen Vogue called um, Donald Trump is Gaslighting America. And it's all about how abusers do this all the time where like they will abuse you and then they'll be like no you're abusing me or they'll cheat on you and they'll mm. be like no you're cheating on me and you're like wait am i is like it am i losing it right now right. or is this actually happening right um it's just to sort of like destabilize your worldview so that you can't make your a successful point against them yeah it's just to make you start to doubt your own intelligence and your own experiences and essentially that is now what the NRA is doing to the people in Parkland and anyone that dares to talk about gun violence or gun control yeah, is to be like, oh, a yeah. A lot of the GIP, too. GOP. Well, I said GIP. <laughs> you down with GIP? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even I have mush brain today. I really do. I know. I can really tell. I know. I can barely move my mouth properly. And I'm drinking the worst coffee ever. But I won't say where I got it. <laughs> because it, because it, they might be... Listening. Our they're listening. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> they're listening. Right. Bleep now. all of that out. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And Ooh, this that's bad. is. <laughs> <laughs> and this is last name basis from Brick Radio. <laughs> The four corners in a triangle, why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a chest from my desk to acting on the screen, you know who it is, man, it's well, Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist, and you're tuning to them live, this is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the reason that you have mush brain, and we will just touch on this very uh, briefly, is because Patrick just started a big new top secret project, which we will not talk about other than saying that it is top secret. <laughs> that makes it sound way, way better than it is, but I like it. But it's a, it's a top it's secret, secret, so you can't even say if can, it is good or I can't, if it's bad. I can neither confirm nor deny that I'm even working on a project. Mm-mm. You can't even say what direction the secret. It could be top secret. It could be bottom secret. It could be left secret. It could be right secret. It could be like all around the world. Nah, yeah, yeah. It could be... It can be all kinds of secrets. All you have oh to know God. is that my man is working, and I am so proud of you. You are working so hard. Oh, thank you. You took a break from this top secret project to slide our little podcast into your busy schedule, and I can tell that you struggling. <laughs> but you made it here. I knew. I knew there was. I knew there was some shade in all those compliments. No, 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 no. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was complimenting you. Uh-huh. I really was. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's do <laughs> let's do some goings on about Brooklyn. Sure. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? 
What do you have? Oh, you want to talk about the guy, our oh. neighbor, that constantly blasts music. I'm so mad. And we about have to this. constantly, and, and when I say we, I mean me, I have to go no, over there. No, I go over there and sometimes. Talk to him all the time. Our neighbor is, he, I don't know, do you want to say he's like in his 50s, 60s? Yeah, 50s, 60s, somewhere he's, in that. He's a little bit area. older. His musical selection is very much like. Your drunk uncle at the cookout. You know what I mean? He's playing lots of like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he's playing hits. He's got great musical taste, but it is so loud. Like, it's just so loud. It's coming through our wall all the time. But he'll throw in like a Nickelback song every once in a while. It's really no, weird. No, yeah. Or like Ed Sheeran. Sometimes he listens yeah. to like pop music. He'll throw in something that you just, curveball. I think he's just fucking with us. Anyways, he listens to his music so loud, okay? And the last time we were in the studio, it was the day that we were having like our 90s revival and we were just like going through all the 90s hits. And I was in the hallway waiting for Patrick to like finish up in the apartment before we would leave for the studio. And I was in the hallway and I was singing like No Doubt. I don't even know. I wasn't loud. I was just like, don't spring. I know the spot. I was just like. You were really practicing. You were really feeling yourself. I was feeling myself. Okay. So our neighbor comes out of his apartment. He's going to throw something in the trash chute and he looks at me and he goes I thought you didn't like music <laughs> like what like what the fuck I looked oh at him and I was God. like uh what he's like oh you're singing your little song I thought you didn't like music and I was like I don't like it when it's blaring through your fucking wall at like two o'clock <laughs> in the morning sir but yes I like music like what am I a fucking cartoon villain that it's like turn off all music <laughs> like, that's how he sees us though I Guess he does. So. He totally does too. Because I'll see him out there, and every once in a while, he'll be like, "Look, you just gotta understand. I just want to listen to music. I just want to. I just want to live and love." <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, "Wait, what do you think as we're, if we're doing?" We're holding him down, <laughs> as if I'm like, if I hear any music. Everybody's gonna get it. Like, what is wrong with him? I was so like, I couldn't believe. And the thing that really pissed me off about it is he said it so smugly, like he had caught me. Oh, totally. Like, like he was yeah. like, "Oh, now you're gonna sing a little song in the hallway." And then he tried to be like, "Oh, you have a nice little voice." I was just like, "Fuck you, dude! Don't compliment me." <laughs> like, you're gonna, you're gonna assert that I don't like music. I love music. Okay. Oh, my God. You know what I love about you? You have a never-ending ability to bring arguments that happen outside of the studio into the studio and relive them, like, word for word. I was talking to Delon about this. I was talking to Delon about the fact that I've been very stressed. I'm really excited. I'm getting ready to start therapy next week. Please enter, like, ruckus applause and cheers. I'm being an adult. I'm putting my mental health first, okay? Very adult-like of you. But I will acknowledge that, like, my stress has been at such an all-time high that sometimes I am willing to admit that I, like, almost start arguments with people for no reason. Really? Yeah, like, I was... Wait. That's not a good habit. No, it's not you, you good. You restart the arguments you've already had, like, regularly. Like, yeah, last no, night, I you do. sat up in bed. You were slapping your hand <laughs> to make a point. <laughs> I was like, talking? I'm not whoever you're talking about. I'm like, <laughs> they're was... go- they're done. Like, you don't know these people. What was I mad about? Oh, my God. What weren't you mad about? I don't you know. Were re- but you were I think I was going. I think I was going off about the Parkland shooting and people, you know, having these conspiracy theories. But sometimes. So, sometimes oh, you know what? I think you're upset about your middle school friend. Yes. So, Posted something inappropriate. Somebody I went to middle school with posted 
<clears throat> saying that the Parkland students were crisis actors. So sometimes I right. do get upset about like legitimate things. But most recently I was in the store like getting a salad, like at the little salad bar. And the salad that I was getting was called the Healthy Cobb. That's the name of the salad, like whatever. So I say, oh, I'm going to get the Healthy Cobb. And then the guy next to me goes, oh, why would you call it a Healthy Cobb? Like, um, like what's what's the alternative? And I <laughs> literally, without like thinking, I was like, what the fuck? That's what it's called? Like, you think I made it up? You think I just decided I'm a Healthy Cobb? The guy looked at me like, whoa. It was so bad. I felt oh, so terrible. I think he bad, was, I know, love. I think he was trying to flirt with me. He Probably. Was, he was like, he was like, oh, you know, what's next? A fat cob? And I was like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I turned into a soprano also. <laughs> like, I had to stop myself. And then I literally, then I said to him, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I see your joke. Yeah. Like, I tried to play it off. I was right. like, oh, yeah, you know, giving me a hard time. How'd that guy. go over? I don't know. Did he I stop don't... talking to you after that? <laughs> He was like, like, I don't want anything like to do with this person. Away. He was <laughs> like, like, you know what's not healthy? Talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. He's like, you have anger management issues, ma'am. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, well you I'm know, glad I'm you're working seeing on somebody. It. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, we're all very proud of you. And Thank we support you. you, of course. I will have updates very soon. Um, if you are. Really? What are we going to. What are we going to. Like, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you segment? what. No, I'm okay. not. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm testing it out. It's like going on a date. You know mm. what I mean? Like seeing if this person is the right fit for me. Right. And then trying, you know, like. Like, I don't know, when you're at a dance, you're trying, like, new dance partners or, I don't know. I'm failing at analogies here. But I'm just saying I will bring updates. Okay. And if you are a person in the market for a therapist, uh, psychologytoday.com, if you go on their website, you can put in your zip code and there's a whole directory of, like, therapists around the country. Cool. And then I used the site um, – uh, therapyforblackgirls.com because well, they have cool. a nationwide directory of black therapists. Ah, see that I think I think very is, cool. is great. I also felt like and I, these aren't sponsors. No, no, these so are not. This like, is not sponsored at all. Because that would be awkward. We're just no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not sponsored. But I was very excited about Therapy for Black Girls because the way I see it, I tell my problems to a white man all the time, and look where I'm at. Oh shit. <laughs> You, you are the white man. I got it. I got it, Fran. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Apparently, it's done nothing for your mental no, well-being. No, 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 no. You are great. Mm, you're great. Mm. You're just not a therapist. I'm No, you're right. I'm not a therapist. I'm way better than a therapist. Yeah. I mean, and that would be a huge conflict of interest because, like, we're in a real, like, you know what I mean? That only happens in television shows where you start, like. You do not want to date your therapist. No. That's not a good thing. No, absolutely not. No, it's not. It, it's it's trouble, like, right out the gate. Mm -hmm. Also, it's unethical. Yes, exactly. It is all of those things. But what you should do is see a therapist. And that <laughs> is what I'm encouraging. Generally, listener, you should you... be seeing a therapist. I like, I like that we've just told everybody who listens to the show that they need a therapist. There's this guy that I work in a shared workspace for some of the day. And oh, wait a second, wait a second. You're going to tell this story because last night I asked you to tell this story and you said, oh, no, my job is really top secret. We can't talk, can't talk about this. 
Uh, yeah, I know, but now I've changed my mind. <laughs> I changed my mind because I was talking to Sasha about it, and I was laughing. I was laughing my ass. You off. are so. And it was just. It was you too are. Funny. You are. So, you are high key fucked up. But go for it. Okay. <laughs> so it fits. It fits. There's this guy, and he keeps a bottle of water uh, on his desk, and uh, like every couple hours, he just picks it up and starts like aggressively spraying himself in the face. Like he's a cat. Like he's punishing a cat. Exactly. <laughs> like he's punishing a cat, or maybe watering a plant. I don't I, I still, here's the thing. I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't look happy about it. When Patrick texted me about this, I legit thought Patrick was having a stroke. I was like, what does this text message <laughs> mean? He's text me, the guy next to me sprays himself in the face like he's a cat. And then I, I when I read it, I thought, I said, is like there he's a, punishing a cat. But I read it and I thought, why is he bringing his cat to work? I was very confused. Mm. And then I, I had to read it more than once. And I, I honestly, baby, you need to capture video of this. I need I'm not to doing see that. it. This guy, no, I'm not putting his business out. No, there. no, no, don't show it to anyone. Just show it to me. Whole, Just pro- show it to me. There's probably a whole group of people out there that do this. This is like a weird fetish that he shouldn't it's be doing it at work. <laughs> it's either it's either maybe it's a weird fetish or someone's going to tweet at me. Home. Someone's going to tweet me and be like, "Look, there's a very serious skin condition that some of us have, and we need to mist ourselves." Every hour on the hour, and I'll feel really bad. That is no, that's that true. I'm, that I'm like laughing at how bizarre this. Well, you this brought it onto is. the pod, not me. That's true. I did. I did. And but, you did it after you said you weren't gonna do it. So right. look at you. You went back on your word, baby. And baby, now you're putting baby. his business. All you have to do is hold out till Monday when you start therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I see you starting the salad thing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is going to backfire. Every single time I start ready, getting ready to pop off about something, Patrick's going to be like, you go to therapy on Monday. Save it for the therapist, okay, Francesca? It's going to be the new save it for the podcast. You're such a dick. <laughs> in this until you go and see the therapist. And you started, and cla- you her- and you started clapping your hands together like I was a little child. You were like, can you do this when you go to your therapist? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wanted to talk about something I saw, and uh, it's part of Fashion Week, actually. Which was a few weeks ago, so it's, we're freshly coming off Fashion Week, so kind of topical, but still evergreen. But Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. You're, you're like, welcome. audience, in case you're wondering if this is timely or evergreen, <laughs> I'm going to make an argument that it's evergreen. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, the show was about diversity and tolerance, mm-hmm. but to do this and to promote diversity and tolerance, the models were naked from the waist down and they were wearing vagina wigs. Yes, which like, is called a merkin. I did is, not know this. Is that what it's actually called? Yes, it's or called. Or is that what Cayman decided? No, 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 no. Cayman al- was going to call a no, vagina No, it's always been called a merkin. That's, that is a thing. It is That's a, an actual thing. Like, yes, uh, it's a real thing. Where did, where did, where did, where did merkins get their start, friends? <laughs> Here's a little screen it up for you. <laughs> that, sounded, that sounded completely natural. <laughs> You're like, oh, really? Oh, really? Well, tell us more about the Merkin. Um, so, okay, Merkins or vagina wigs, as you know, people call them, are often used in Hollywood for sex scenes. Oh, okay. So, but they go all the way back to the 15th century where um, women were wearing merkins after shaving their pubic hair to get rid of like lice and like, mm. and then they would wear them sometimes to disguise the signs of an STD. Ooh, well that makes sense. So 
it's like you would get rid of the lice, but and then why, you would wait, get why? an STD, the, you would cover I, I it think, up. I think most people who would have access to a Merkin mm-hmm. um, would also be clothed in the 15th century. So under what circumstances do you need I'm saying when, you, when it's time to get naked right. and you want to get it on, but right. you know that you're... You know your stuff is red and pussy. area. Don't you, I? You, I didn't need that description. <laughs> what are you hiding? I mean, I'm not hiding anything. Mm. I don't. I'm all natural. Okay, no merkin here, and you should know. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Oh God, <laughs> I'm like blushing. Um, no, they would wear it. So they would wear it to just cover, you know, up that area. And you can mm. still, you know, you can still do it with one on. But in Hollywood, they... Yeah, that they, made, that made, that's a reasonable sense. They put them on there oh, a, to basically keep them from actually having sex. Like they're just rubbing their merkins on each other. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Only in Hollywood. But this was really interesting because I, I did go look at the pictures from the fashion show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were these were punk inspired. Right, they had things like mohawks. Yes, um, and and you know I looked at them and I didn't really see the mohawk. I just saw I just saw what looked zoom like in. a bad. You gotta toupee. you gotta look real close. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get right up in there. <laughs> like what I mean. You put this quote on here. What quote? Oh, this was this was a quote from the designer and about the, designer, the Merk, about the, the Merkin. Designer said that the vagina wigs were meant to represent. That this acceptance of individuality, individuality, you almost said individuality, individuality is the human vagina. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't think he knows. I think you know what I think it was. I think he had this idea. He or she or they, right. whatever the person is, I don't know, had this idea to wear the vagina wigs, and then they just worked backwards. They were like, we'll have vagina wigs, and we'll say yeah. it's about acceptance. What's hot right and, now? Tolerance. And it's like, acceptance. <laughs> Vaginas, you, tolerance. If it was about acceptance, why do I have to wear a fucking wig? Why can't I just wear <laughs> my yeah. natural, do right. you know what I mean? It's because, it's because of the herpes. Okay. All I'm saying is, he's full, <laughs> whoever this designer is. Is full of shit because no, it's, it's a if this lie. was about acceptance, <clears throat> then they would just rock out with whatever it is they have or they don't have. Yes, but this like this like let's let's mash up like a, a pop like a positive concept with some sex is a very um, is very much American. Yeah. You see what I did there? American. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, no, I don't see what you. Now I do. I've been holding on to that one for like two minutes. That now. was really good. Um, if you were to rock a Merkin. Um, yes. Well, here's kind? the thing. Here's the thing. So a vagina wig for me might just be a loincloth. No, like, no, no, no. Like Mm-mm. one one woman's no. vagina wig is another man's loincloth. No, 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 no. It's a, everybody gets My a merkin. Used you, to get say a merkin that. you get a merkin. <laughs> you get a merkin. Everybody's gonna wear. We're all merkins here, okay? <laughs> I just want to know. Are you a merkin? <laughs> are you proud to be an American? <laughs> we're at least I know I'm free. Do you know that song? Yeah, I, I've, I've heard it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> you look so pissed that you're familiar with that song. The one time you get one of my references, it's one of the shittiest songs ever. Oh, no, I'm saying if you were going to have a Merkin, like what kind of style would you have? I would go with... Like party in... Like, what is it? Um, business up front, party in the, in the back? Business up front, party in the back. 
Yeah, like a so a mullet merkin. How do you even pull that off? You have like the little tail goes up your butt crack. Oh, what? Come on. <laughs> yeah, some, let's let's. It has a, have a little class. We're talking about <laughs> vagina wings, you, sir. There's nothing classy about this conversation. Oh my god, I would go for like powdered wig. Oh. You know, it's distinguished. Mm. And I feel like, you know, it'll keep you dry and fresh. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, if you got to wear something. All this sounds so, what's mm. the word I'm looking for? Itchy. Yes. Um, I would do, you know what? I'm going to say I would do like cornrows, you know, back to my roots. <laughs> Want to just do something that is like honoring. You get, oh, you could do the, um, you could do like one of those dreadlock wigs. With no, the cap. no, no, you no. Do, you can do your Jamaican accent. <laughs> uh, right near the peach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's move on and do a little bit of song lyrics. And okay. before we do that, let's give a shout out to our audience because last time we were in the studio, we asked for help naming yeah. this song lyrics corner. It has been a fan favorite yep. on last name basis. Um, and so here are some of your suggestions. MX Harry Bentley suggested bustial rhymes. And then they even added like a little script for us to follow. So I was supposed to say bustral rhymes, crimes, dimes, times, nimes. Do, do you like that? That's actually how I rap when I rap. I just rap the word that rhymes at the end of each line because I can't keep up. Well, they wrote in for So when I'm rapping along, I'm just like saying that. I'm just saying the rhyming word at the end of oh, each yeah, line. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you're like a beastie boy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm the guy in the background going, don't you tell me to stop. That's me doing the stop. I'm making both jokes. Rock! <laughs> I'll stir fry you in my walk. Yes! Good job. Um, so that was one. Uh, Nina Skywalker suggested just the lyrics. I like just the lyrics. Um, Bigga Carter, who is one of our biggest fans on Twitter, uh, says the lyrical corner or guess that motherfucking song. I like those. Ayumi said the Patrick corner like Patrick and, and lyric. lyric. Yeah. It's a tough um, mashup though. It's not it doesn't and roll then off the tongue. Somebody now I can see that you were the person that added this to I did the add list. This to the list. And you did not credit the person because you don't remember who they were. And you, I couldn't find it. And the you tweet. suck at this. And I'm sorry. And it was somebody I really like, but I don't remember you know what who you it should, was. Okay, let me tell and you. They suggested let me, that they we that we call it the Songversation Corner, which right. is a great idea. But that already belongs to India Ari, and she right. gets very possessive over people using it. Yes, so I did look it up, and I did find... I was actually looking for the tweet, because I how couldn't did you remember look, who How did you look it. for the tweet? Because I'm about to look for it I right was searching now. it. I, was, mm -hmm. I searched it in the search bar mm -hmm. of the application. It was pretty straightforward. Anyway, all this stuff called Songversation Oh, look at up. this. I found the tweet in two seconds. I found it. It's by Jason Dante, um, and they are the person that said it should be called the Songversation Corner. So you suck at Google. And this you is... I'm just... Fran, just what? three more days to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you just got three more days. You just hang in there, baby. <laughs> All right. So, Patrick, what do you think would be the best... What name... I mean, I can tell which name you really connected with, but what do you think we should name this corner? I, I don't know. I think... Um, I think... To, I like just the lyrics. It's simple. It's clean. I don't... I also don't think we need to... We need to... What, I, why are you looking at me like that? I'm looking at you like that because we have a new 
segment that is too closely linked to just the lyrics. Oh no, that's true. I guess that's true. We do have we do have another yeah another one that's you are names you, have, <laughs> you have you're serious you're <laughs> I like bust your rhymes crimes dimes times nines <laughs> okay and use that for the intro <laughs> that's gonna go over really well why uh, because it's it's no it's great no, okay it's perfect and we will use that and our so the name of the corner now is bust your rhymes, crimes, No, you dimes, have to do it. Time, stop, stop, nines. stop, stop. Do it the way it's supposed to be done. I, I, Just try. <laughs> <laughs> Just try. I, I don't think I will. Come on. I'm please, gonna let you do- for me. <laughs> <laughs> what a pitiful face. You really look like you need this. All right, whatever. Just go do the segment. Okay. So this week, I found one. You put one on here. You don't want to do my song? Don't do my song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to twist your arm here, okay? But I don't know. I was coming across. Just do your song. I, I came across this one song, and mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. It's by Lil B. You ever heard of Lil B? Mm-mm. It's called, the, it's called Wonton Soup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the song, here's the hook. It's hopped up in my car, swag, then I dropped my roof. Wet like wonton soup. That's just how I do. Mm. Swag. Then I park my car. Then I fuck your bitch. Whoa. Eat that wonton soup. Wet like wonton soup. I'm going to guess wonton soup is code for Merkin. <laughs> so you've got a wet Merkin? That sounds especially uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Even more uncomfortable than your typical Merkin. I'm just saying that. Can we like, call them vagina wigs, though? Because yes, Merkin you can. Sounds... You, you can call them. You can call them whatever you want. Okay. I'm just saying that when I hear wet like wonton soup, yeah. then he says, I'm going to fuck your bitch, and then he's going to eat the wonton soup. Yeah. No, I, I'm just using context clues here, Yeah, but, but and he, I'm going to say. He gets in the car first, and he's already wet like wonton soup, and then he goes and has sex with somebody, mm. and then he's eating wonton mm. soup. So I don't think the wonton soup is necessarily associated with the woman or the sex. Okay. I think... I don't know what that, I have no clue. Okay. I think he's just into wonton soup. It's, it's a really bizarre song because he's constantly saying, most of it's pretty graphic and disgusting and I'm not going to read it here, mm-hmm. but he's constantly talking about why people like him mm. and there are only two reasons that people seem to actually like him. He never says he's talented. He never says <laughs> he's good looking. He never says anything about himself that's positive, mm-hmm. but he focuses on two things. One, he has a lot of jewelry. Great. Right. So he spends a lot of time talking about his 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 chains and his rings and things like that. But the other, but then he keeps comparing himself to other people, and it's but they're not people like anyone would want to have sex with. So here's one: suckers stay talking on them internet comments, mad because I'm most wanted like Osama. Mm, he's wanted like Osama bin Laden. Does he know that Osama bin Laden is dead? <laughs> That's a good question. But here's another one: damn, I look so good. I'm running for the mayor. Young based God got hoes in different flavors. And, and real quick, I don't know, what, what flavor hoe would you be? Mm. Since, since we always, <laughs> we tend to ask each other questions like this. Um, I'm going to say a miso soup. You don't have to be a soup. Well, I am. I don't know. I just, I feel like you could be a better flavor hoe. Like, miso <laughs> soup? To, How boring I'm is that? I'm trying to stay with the theme. I mean, you could be like... Any other kind of hot and sour soup? Well, baby, wouldn't you know? You'd be like know? a good wouldn't... chicken noodle. <laughs> <laughs> it's hearty. It's classic. Here's what I don't understand. <laughs> it's respectable, friend. Where do you get off asking me what kind of flavor I am and then judging me because I 
You know what I'm saying? That's really rude. That's true. It's true. Um, according to uh, Rap Genius, a wet wonton soup is a wet vagina. Interesting. So all soup is wet. <laughs> yeah, all like, let me just let me just point that out for everyone listening. All soup is wet is the new water is wet. Just, <laughs> just so you know. Well, the whole song is about is about like sex. How much he's getting laid. Yeah. But he gets he thinks he's getting laid for all these weird reasons. Like like here's a, like to continue on. You know I'm fucking too, and I ran like Jason Taylor. Hose on my dick because I look like Frasier. Frasier? Frasier. And then the that next That is line, not someone that any man, no shade, is aspiring to look like. I, I know. And then the next line is, Andy Milanakis, bitch, I'm Johnny Cochran. <laughs> like, I don't know where he's going wow. with this. Then he goes to say, I'm looking like an ostrich. Wow. I don't know what any of this and means. And the best line ever is, 30 on my dick on that court like Spalding. Bitches suck my dick because I look like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. I have no idea People why. People are sucking his dick to get closer to Harry Potter? Uh, pretty much. Because he looks like J.K. Rowling. None of these people okay, are attractive. I'm looking at a picture of him and he does not look like J.K. Rowling. No, he doesn't. He looks like a black guy with braces and, he. I mean, nothing about him says J.K. Rowling to me. Wow. Well, that was riveting. I just feel I, I feel like he doesn't give himself enough credit, you know? What? He thinks everyone wants to sleep with him because he looks like J.K. Rowling or Johnny Cochran or even Frazier and because he's got all this jewelry. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, and I, I understand he's like hyping himself up, but like he doesn't clearly doesn't see any actual self-worth, you know? He doesn't really think of himself no, that may- highly. Here's the thing. Maybe all of these are code words for something good. You know what mm. I mean? Like maybe J.K. Rowling means like he's got a magic dick. You know what I'm saying? Because like mm, maybe J.K. Rowling writes about like magic and fantasy right. and like you yeah. know talking I don't, that, snakes that's a stretch. and stuff. I'm just I'm just he saying says he's looking like an ostrich. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, what? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like head in the sand? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Do ostriches like wonton soup? I don't know. Are ostriches have big dicks? I don't know. I really. Ooh, that's a good question. These are questions that need answers. And <laughs> this segment, uh, Bust Your Rhymes, Crimes, Dives, Times, Nines, has, in- <laughs> <laughs> has inspired me. Right. Has inspired me to create a new segment, a new corner on the pod. Uh huh. It's inspired by you and the song lyrics segment. Okay. It's called, uh, it's a new game where I'm going to name some rappers mm. and you have to tell me if they are white. And the corner is called Sounds About White. <laughs> Isn't that good? I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. Uh, so it was inspired by this, but also there's this podcast called The Black Guy Who Tips and he has a segment, oh, yeah. a segment called White People News. Mm-hmm. And I just thought like this would be a funny thing that maybe right. you would be proficient at as a white guy uh-huh. who likes to read song lyrics. These are some rappers. I'm going to give you the names of three rappers, and you're going to tell me which one sounds about white. Okay. I can do this. You think so? Probably not. Okay. The first one. Uh, a, g Easy. B, Pudgy the Fat Bastard. <laughs> C, Tum Tum. Oh, come on. Pudgy the Fat Bastard, Tum Tum, and G-Eazy? Mm-hmm. 
See, this is tough. So You can play along at home. So I think I'm leaning towards g Easy because I feel like this white rapper would have picked up on, like, the pattern of other rappers and been like, yeah, I'm just going to throw my, I'm going to do my spin on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's going to appropriate what you're saying. Yes, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. He's yeah. like, I'll, I'll, I'll use that. Okay. And I think, uh, so I'm, I'm leaning towards g Easy, but... Um, Listen, don't overthink this. But there's something really fucking dumb about Tum Tum, is that what it mm-hmm. Tum Tum is, is the C, C, third one. I'm going to go with g Easy. You're right! Ah, see? Sounds about white! Okay, <laughs> next one. Uh, a. Oh, there's more. Yes, there's more. Okay. A, bus driver. B, yak balls. C, MC brains. MC brains, yak balls was the other one? Mm-hmm. And bus driver. And bus driver. Okay, first I have to say, no white rapper is going to name themselves bus driver. <laughs> Because because it doesn't sound rappery, and that's what like, and when these guys come out and they're like, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a rapper. They have to like, they have to like they, overdo it. They pick a name that they think sounds, which was which was what we learned from the first. Okay, so you exercise. are like channeling, yeah. the white rapper to say, yes. if I was looking to be a rapper, I, I would trust want me, the friend, rappies, I spent a healthy amount of time thinking about the rappiest rap name about my rap career. Which one? Um, but also, I have to, I have to also say that Bus Driver is an awesome. Awesome rapper. I know who Bus Driver is. Oh, you do? And he's fucking awesome. Oh. I love his music. Wow. And I know he's not white. So Oh, look at there's you. That. Okay. All right. Um, I was I did not know who he was. Oh yeah. No, I check out his a, music. It's great. It's not for everybody, but it's it's I, I looked I up a list music. of the worst rap names in order to <laughs> create <laughs> Bus Driver was on to there. Create, oh. Uh this oh, quiz. Bus Driver, if you're listening, we're sorry. No, oh, he's totally listening. Um <laughs> which one of these sounds about white? It was it was Yak Balls and MC Brains. MC Brains. No, it's Yak Balls. Motherfucker. All right. Number three. A poverty. B <laughs> Somebody named themselves poverty? <laughs> yes. B South Park Mexican. Or C Shorty Shitstain. What was the first one? Poverty. <laughs> <laughs> Poverty does sound like something that a white person would would name themselves thinking that they were somehow being woke. <laughs> they wouldn't name themselves Mexican. Um, <laughs> I love how you're figuring this out. It's very funny. And then and what was C again? Shorty Shitstain. Shorty Shitstain sound like sounds like some some white rapper's effort to be funny. Okay. So which one is it? C. It's poverty. You're fucking kidding me, really? No, it's not. You were right. You, this is why I say don't overthink it, because you were right. You trust my gut. You got to trust trust my it. White, and here's the last. underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra white. Hasn't seen the sun. It's so white. <laughs> okay, here's the last one. Which one of these lady rappers mm. is white? Mm-hmm. A, Lil Debbie. <laughs> I like I like that somebody is rapping under the name Lil Debbie. B. That's great. Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride, okay. Or C, Crayshawn. Mm, Lil Debbie. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my no, no, no. God. Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. This was a trick question. They are all white. <laughs> it's all white. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white. It's all white. It's all white. Um. Well, great job, baby. You. Um, I got, I got one out of. You three. only got one out of three. Your white card is 
still in the mail. <laughs> okay. That was a fun game, though. I really enjoyed that. Thanks. I feel like it's a great segment that we can bring back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we can do a Sounds About White Florida Man edition. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. which Florida man was white? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like it. We do a science corner. Oh, listen. Any, the animal corner. Any, listen, we could talk about white tigers. <laughs> we could talk about white bears. <laughs> I like how you were like, somebody else had a podcast and they're making fun of white people during one of their segments. And I was like, we could do that. And you're like, I want to do that. Why don't we do that? <laughs> Good times. We're going to Columbus somebody else's white person segment up in this pod. <laughs> So one of our listeners, uh, someone named Savannah, who is a college grad student, she actually wrote a term paper about us. I know. This is really cool. It's for a linguistics course that she was taking. And the point of the paper was to assess our interactions on the podcast as an interracial couple, as as part of the lens through which she's viewing this, um, to see how we interact and she was looking for three things to, uh, to sort of as signifiers for how we interact with one another and, and how, we, how we present ourselves in the context of this podcast. And she actually sent us the paper. She sent us the whole paper. I read it. It was fantastic. Oh, and- um, It was deep. It was deep. And it was really smart. And I got to be honest with you, Savannah, I'm not going to lie. And, and I think the audience should know this. I, some of it was definitely over my head. It was so So if I don't do it justice involved. here, just know it's 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 my fault. But also, this is really cool that someone decided that they were going to use us as part of their educational studies. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. And I think she included that she did get an A on the paper. She got an A on it. So she you, deserved it. You're welcome, Savannah. It definitely. <laughs> we, did, we did absolutely no work, <clears throat> but we will take full credit. We got credit. you that A. We will you, take... owe us, you owe us 10% of that A, at <laughs> least, which brings you down to a B plus. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We will send you a bill. <laughs> um, so the things that she explored... In uh, her term paper, when she listened to an episode of Last Name Basis, I don't know. She measured you... she measured three things. Right. One were one were the interruptions, uh, specifically when and how we interrupted each other, and she split that into two types of interruptions: uh, intrusive and non-intrusive. So non-intrusive interruptions are where you speak over someone else, but you don't stop them from speaking. We just talk at the same time. You just talk at the same time, and then the other person continues speaking. Uh, and then intrusive interruptions are where you break their language and their speech and cut them off essentially and talk and then continue talking. I thought this was an interesting thing for her to explore because one of our very early iTunes reviews said something along the lines of, this podcast sucks. They interrupt each other all the time. But that one specifically (laughs) said, I'm tired of Fran interrupting Patrick. I really want to hear what he has to say. It sounds like he might be saying something interesting Mm, mm. and you keep talking over him. What did did Savannah find about interruptions on the pod? So she found that... I, in the portions <laughs> that she reviewed. Oh, yeah. Clarify it. She didn't do all 80-some hours of last name basis that's out there, which I personally, Savannah, I think that's a little lazy. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Thank goodness you weren't grading the paper because she still got an A, bitch. <laughs> what did she find? Um, she found that I was intrusively interrupting 
more times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think she reviewed like four episodes total. Mm-hmm. Uh, more times than you. I, during those periods, intrusively interrupted 33 times to your 31 times. Ooh. And I also I also interrupted more often in ways that were non-intrusive. I'm going to let you finish. 26. I'm going to let you finish. Are you interrupting me? I'm going to let you finish. You are interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic, right? Because I'm saying I'm going to let you finish yeah. while I'm interrupting you. Yeah. You see how I did that? I, you stole it from Kanye West. <laughs> I know. Like, we all know. We, we've all seen this. I know. But the context, baby, there's levels to it. this joke. Yeah. Okay. okay. So in some, I interrupted more during the episodes that she reviewed, but she found that when you interrupted me more often, if I'm reading this right, when the conversation concerned race or blackness. Oh, wow. And she speculated, but obviously can't know that the reason for that was because I was perceiving you as an authority figure oh, wow. on that issue specifically. Yeah, that's a really interesting way to look at it. And I, I like the idea of taking a little deeper dive and saying, like, why would someone... Because there are oftentimes, like, we are talking over each other or we're, like, making jokes and that's why we're, like, layering on top of each other mm-hmm. versus disagreeing about something. But it is really interesting to think about how... There's like a push and pull in a conversation based on what the topic is or how authoritative somebody is on that subject. Absolutely. But I got to be honest, I don't think it matters. You just say, I, I think all in all, you interrupt me more than I interrupt you. You think? You I think? You think? A, you, I think, think this is, you think? I think you this think, is skewed. You think, but Savannah knows. Okay, she has the receipts. I'm keeping. I am literally keeping like score right now. <laughs> Every interruption is going in the data bag here of my mind, and I will hold them against you later in um, in other arguments. Okay. Well, um, I will concede. I think you interrupt me more, and I think there's something that's not that's not stated here, Savannah, that you didn't take into mm. account. Is that if not interrupted, Fran will talk forever. <laughs> And so if I am going to talk, that's not true. If I am going to talk, I have to interrupt. She basically makes me interrupt her. Mm-hmm. And so thank you, Savannah. But like just as a little informational background, I think that should be part of your study. Also, our producer said she thought that you interrupted me more than I interrupt you. Maybe it's because there's a quality that comes along with my interruptions that she just assumed that. Was that doesn't make any sense. I, well, it does to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, Fran. You win this round. Thank you. Uh, but she also looked at a couple other things which were really interesting. Um, she she looked at how often we would drop our G's. Mm-hmm. So G dropping. G dropping, which is at the end of the word when you use a word that ends in ing, dropping the last letter. So it talking becomes talking, speaking becomes speaking, mm-hmm. hanging becomes hanging. Right. Um, that sort of thing. And she found that we had about the same number of G drops when we weren't talking about issues concerning blackness specifically but that you approximately doubled your usage of G-drops when you were talking about something dealing with blackness. That is so interesting to me. And didn't she actually say that it was when I was not necessarily speaking in my own voice, but if I was talking about a character or someone that had said something or I was telling a story or I was doing something that was differentiating from my own voice as Francesca? Well, that's that it, that's part of it. and And... Let me jump to the next thing, and then I'll tie them both together according to what I believe 
uh, Savannah was saying in her extremely well-written and intellectual paper. Yeah, so. you've got some really awesome <clears throat> quotes in here, but we should definitely highlight. Definitely, definitely. But but the last thing she measured was copula dropping, which is which is like connecting words, including the word be. So it's like, you know, when you say we out here mm-hmm. instead of we are out here. Right. You know. Um, and I also think the word copula drop sounds like uh, like a dance move. It's like cop till we drop, drop, oh, yeah. cop I like it. till we drop. The copula, copula drop. Copula drop, copula drop. <laughs> that's why. That's why. It I think does. That it does. Yeah. The, uh, there's an alliteration there that I enjoy. Um, so she she measured that as well, and she noticed that you almost never do that regularly. Um, and and I, I basically never do that either. So, But she did notice that you do it when – in, in two cases, when you're either setting off an idea or pretending to be someone else. So when you assume a character in an effort to make a point. Like illustrate a story. Or illustrate something, that you do it then. And she noticed that, I think she said you did that as well with the G-dropping. Mm-hmm. But with the G-dropping, she found that you tended to do it more when you were talking on issues of blackness specifically which I think sometimes included that sort of characterization. Yeah, the quote that you have highlighted here is that um, this feature, in a way, helps Francesca to build a sense of linguistic solidarity with other African Americans. Exactly. I think this is so interesting to me because... P.S. What? Intrusive interruption. (laughs) Mark it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, whatever. Um, I found this really interesting because, you know, I grew up... Um, in the suburbs, I'm from West Palm Beach, Florida. People that hate our podcast love to point out that I do speak uh, what's called upspeak or what's the other word that they always use for it? Code switching? No, it's not code switching. I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, um, but it definitely is a result of me being from West Palm Beach, going to private school, um, going to Catholic school. And how does that tie? How does that particular phenomenon tie back to? Well, what I was going to say was, was that I that I grew up with a mother who was an English teacher mm-hmm. who was very strict about the way that I spoke. You know, I did not grow up speaking AAVE. Uh, especially because I was surrounded by so many white people, mm-hmm. you know, I w- that was not the way that I was speaking. Um, I got teased all the time by other black kids, including people in my family, mm-hmm. for speaking too proper or speaking like a white person. Right. And as I've gotten older and my circle has included more black friends, for example, when I went away to college and I met people like Delon, um, I started code switching more because I was just in those circles. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's really interesting that her study picked up on the fact that when I do code switch, it's because of what I'm talking about or who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and that it's a way that I am relating to that issue or relating to the black community. And I, I just think that's so interesting because it's not something that I'm consciously thinking about. Yeah, and same, it's she says it directly. She says, utilizing G-dropping to position yourself in a way that helps construct her identity as an African-American. I think that's just so interesting, and I and it's funny because I do notice it for example, when I hang out with Fran, or Hey Fran, mm-hmm. Hey, or when I hang out with Delina, when we're around each other, our conversation is girl, girl, girl. Right. But I don't talk that way with my f- white friends from West Palm Beach, mm-hmm. right? I just don't talk to them that way. Um, and again, it's not forced in the sense that I'm not consciously thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It is a comfort level, and it and. I don't know. It's it's so cool that she was able to listen to four episodes and then come up with a really poignant and salient 
commentary about the way that we communicate with each other and and what that means about our identities. I just think that that's so cool and so flattering. She said it too in her email. She said, "Look, I just wanted an excuse too to like listen Aww. to re-listen to other episodes. I thought if I have to write this paper, why not listen to something I like to listen to and uh, and use them as the subject matter." That is so So, it was really really nice and really um really smart. I mean, when I tell you most much of this was well over my head. Well, and I just want to encourage any listener out there that has an assignment due that they can use last name basis as a source. We cannot guarantee that you will get a passing grade. Yes. Prior results are should not be taken as guarantees <laughs> of future results. Savannah is clearly a star. <laughs> we cannot speak for the rest of y'all. <laughs> we can't make you smart, but if you're smart, feel free to use us in your term paper. <laughs> I was thinking as a short segment, uh, I could just give small pieces of advice. Mm, what uh, inspired this segment? Because I was <laughs> – thank you. Um, I don't know. I think I was I – was, I was, uh, here's what happened. I was opening junk mail, mm-hmm. and I pulled out some crap that said I had gotten like $50,000 or something, you know, a fake check. And I realized that it was the perfect size and shape for a bookmark. That's and, great. Uh, yeah, and I was like, you know what? Our listeners need to know that junk mail makes for perfect bookmarks. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect size. Yes. It reduces waste because mm-hmm. you know you're just going to throw it out anyway. It usually has a perforated segment at the bottom that you can tear off. Right. And it usually says something really positive like, congratulations, or like, you've just won 50000 bucks. I love it. I love it. And this so is... I, think, I think that, you know, I just want to share that with you. And, uh, and this segment is now called Just the Tip. A little tip for you. (laughs) (laughs) Just the tip. Um, I love it. I think that people are going to tune into our podcast and be like, I need my tip. need that life advice. I just need a little tip. Just a little tip. Just a little bit. I have a tip also. Just a tip. Um, (laughs) I learned this from my friend Shamika, Mm -hmm. your friend and my friend. Mm -hmm. I talked about this on the gram. People were really inspired by it. Uh, My friend Shamika is beautiful. But let me tell you, you do not want to take a picture with Shamika because every single time she will upstage you and she will look hot AF. Mm -hmm. And I am somebody who loves to smile, you know, and a smile next to a sexy face, you're going to lose every Mm -hmm. single time. Mm -hmm. So Shamika taught me a tip to help make a sexy face and I'm going to teach it to you and then you can try it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. So this is just a tip. The sexy face is just a sip. All you do is you open your mouth a little bit and you take a little sip. Okay. Like that. Okay. I don't know why it works, but it makes you. S- <laughs> I'm trying. You are trying, I'm trying. You're trying way too hard. It's just. It, no, I'm, I'm okay. helping you. I'm helping the- you. It's just a sip. You. It makes you stand up a little taller. It like defines your um, cheeks a little bit. Okay. Makes your eyes a little brighter. Interesting. It's. It is. A, is that how I see? I don't know, but I feel like you guys are drinking sexy drinks or something. Like, no, 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 no. Because that's you don't not have how to I be, sip. No, no, no. You don't. <laughs> My sips don't look like that. Here's I don't stand up straighter when I take like, a sip. My eyes blurb. don't get brighter. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, my eyes are closed when I'm sipping. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't drink like that either. <laughs> it's like a gurgle. <laughs> um, well, my sip is it's like a just a small open your mouth just a little tiny bit yeah. and just take in a little bit of air. Yeah. I'm telling you, no, it not. will change your 
photos for the better. Okay, all Every right. single time I have done it, I've gotten comments from people saying, holy fuck, you look so hot, teach me your ways, and I say, you want a tip? People said that? Just a sip. Yes. Yeah, are you sure? Yes. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to see receipts on that. Go to my Instagram comments. Okay, okay. It's, people, people are, like, the thing I love the most about Instagram, honestly, my fans do this, but uh, you know who else's fans are guilty of this is Fran. Her fans are so hilarious when it comes to this. When they're complimenting you, but they're also yelling at you at the same time. They're like, how the fuck you going to look this hot today? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm yeah. sorry. Friends fans do a lot of that. They're like, listen, they bitch. Do a lot of you that. look so fucking good today, and I have work to do. <laughs> how you going to fuck me up like this on a Sunday on the Lord's Day? And you're just reading the comments with my mouth on the floor because it's so funny, but I'm also a little worried that's what my comments look like whenever i do the sexy sip and if you mm. want your comments to look like that i really don't well <laughs> <laughs> i'm good but our listeners might so um you know just the just the sip i told you not to not to have a tip that would Why? overshadow my tip. Your my tip, tip was honest. Your tip was My tip was meaningful. Listen. My tip encouraged reading. Yes, listen. You know, baby, my tip I loved your tip. waste. Uh, give me that tip. And yours was like, here's how to get people to like your Instagram post. Listen, posts. no, 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 baby. You know, and no. I just, I feel like. No, 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 no. Listen, your tip, you gave it to me and it was wonderful. You like that tip? I loved it. <laughs> 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 All right, well, as long as you liked it. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do let's do a segment uh, on the pod that is a fan favorite, has not been here for a minute. It is one that Patrick really, really enjoys. And I honestly feel terrible that we haven't done this in a long time. The segment is called Oh, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually didn't see what was coming. I was like, what you are you talking so about? so confused. <laughs> Here's the thing. Oh, uh, someone mentioned this on Instagram, and I, I honestly, it rocked me to my core. Because <laughs> when we talked about the lady who was having sex with ghosts, yeah. we missed an opportunity to bring back, oh, baby. Oh, baby. that's true. That's true. It was a missed opportunities. Yeah. Um, I apologize, and for that we're reason, we're talking about little ghost babies, ghost babies, ghost pregnancies, ghost and pregnancies. you didn't, and you forgot. You you I did. failed. You you like you were not. You were sleeping at the wheel. Mm-hmm. You abandoned your post. Mm-hmm. You just did not come with the oh baby baby, no, and um, I and didn't. it was, and she called you on it. She did. She was like. Why weren't you doing oh baby? <laughs> what you're not gonna do is forget our favorite segment. <laughs> um, so yeah. this week for oh baby, baby, Ooh, we have rusty. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> do not interrupt me, okay? Okay, go for Thank it. Thank you. Um, we have an update for those of you that have beanie baby collections. Your babies? <laughs> what? It sounds like that is like a part of like. Stop interrupting the segment! I'm not done. <laughs> I'm in the process. You know what? I'm sorry. You popped okay. off. You popped off about that term paper and how you were gonna keep track of who was interrupting who. Oh. And well, now you... I'm just trying to rack up the interruption so Why? I can get the highest score. It's not a competition. Is babe. it? No, it's not. You sure? I'm absolutely positive. Shh. 
That sounded like an intro to like a segment from Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> what? You were like, we have an announcement for all you Beanie Baby <laughs> owners out there. We do. We do. <laughs> the announcement is your babies ain't worth shit. Nobody wants your Beanie Babies. As you may remember, some of our listeners might be too young to remember. That's but true. Two decades ago, there was an absolute Beanie Baby boom. And there were lots of people who tanked their entire life savings into these little beanbag babies. They were they were buying them as investments. They were taking yes. some like tens of thousands of dollars. Yes. And they were purchasing beanie babies, seeing that there was this insane and ridiculous demand for them. That they were going to appreciate in value. And that they would <laughs> and and assuming the assumption there is that these things will always be worth more and more and more. Yeah. And if you don't know what a beanie baby is, it's a small cloth animal filled with beans. Filled yes. with like a like um like a bean bag, like yes, a like, a like happy a, sack. Yes, they're like a little bean bag, um, and so there was a price guide that came out in 1997 that was saying that there were certain beanie babies that were going to appreciate at 8,000 percent within the decade, uh, and so people <laughs> were paying as much as 1,300 dollars for rare beanie babies, and today. Collectible shops are offering as little as 20 cents for Beanie Babies. Oh, my God. The reason being, and this is so- That they suck and they're useless no, and worthless? No, that's not- And they never were worth anything? No, there are lots of toys that suck and were worthless that are now worth tons of money. Here's mm. the problem, is that they were sold as collectible items to begin with. Mm. So people bought them and then they instantly like put them in like little cases and stuff so that they were pristine. Right. And now- Everybody has pristine Beanie Babies. Oh. It's not like when there was a toy from the 50s and right. lots of kids played with them. And you can, might be able to find an old beat up dirty version, but, but the you pristine can't find, in the packaging version. You, you can't find a perfectly mint condition version of, you know, I'm making this up, a Chucky doll or whatever it is. Right. Because at the time, everybody played with them. Beanie Babies were sold as this collectible to start with. I mean, it was just a scam. It was a scam. The whole thing was a scam. Because actually the guy who Well, I mean like originally I think they were just they were just toys and they were cheap toys. But then You keep interrupting me when I, I'm I you know and I didn't even have anything to, to say just you then. Did, I was had, just thinking in my mind is, I was thinking I'm going to score a, a an intrusive interruption. Okay. And I did it and I did it again. Well, stop. <laughs> this is my corner. I'm totally winning. So the guy who started the company, Ty, because uh, that's the name of the company, is his name is Ty something. Mm. Um, he actually uh, was arrested for uh, tax fraud. Market fixing. He's like a he is a scammer. He's a oh, scammer, and he yeah. he convinced everybody that these were going to be collectible items while just flooding the market with these beanie babies, and then everybody has them, and they're all saying they're going to be collectibles, and now there's just like. So many of them out wow, there. So he did that deliberately? So I don't he, know that he did it deliberately. Or did he just see the trend take off and then he promoted it and helped it along? I think it was a little bit of both, honestly. I mean, no one can say for certain. Yeah. But they marketed them as collectible items right off the bat. And that really is counterintuitive in the sense that you can't say something's collectible before, before there's any it's reason a thing. To collect it. It's before there's yeah. any reason to collect it. Um, yeah. So I have two quiz questions about Beanie Babies. Um I went on eBay mm -hmm. just to do a cursory search and see who's trying to get rid of these Beanie Babies. Okay. Can you tell me 
how many results on eBay uh, were found for the extremely, quote unquote, rare Princess Diana bear. Now, this is one that, you know, it was the 20th anniversary of Princess Diana's death recently. And so lots of people were assuming that, that this maybe bear. Maybe this one would be worth something. That this bear is going to be worth something. So oh a lot of people God. were going on eBay to sell them. Okay. So there are three options. Mm-hmm. A, over 30,000 results for the Princess Diana. The rare. The rare the one. The rare. Oh, wow. Or B, a little over 2,000. Or C, just under 500. Mm. I'm going to go with over 30,000. No, a little over 2,000. Oh. Extremely rare. But there are 2,523 Princess Diana Beanie Babies. Just on just on eBay. Just on eBay. Just on eBay. Okay. Okay. What is the most expensive Princess Diana bear on eBay? A, oh. $1.2 million. B, $10,000. Or C, $600,000. $600,000. Oh my God! Um, Ten thousand. C six hundred thousand dollars. No bids. What's the cheapest one? I don't remember. Because so was. so that's eBay. But people, that's but like people, people are, But this is the thing: is that people think that there there's over two thousand yeah. rare Princess Diana bears, and there's somebody on there who is trying to sell theirs for six hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and nobody wants it. And. The cheapest one you can get from China is ten cents. There and you there's go. one bid on it. This and thing is hideous, too. It's just a purple bear. It's There's nothing special there's about it. There's also nothing Princess Diana about it. Um, I think the purple is supposed to be, like, royal. It's not supposed to be a princess. And then it has, like, a rose on it or a, yeah. That's a, a tag. No, on its, like, little, on its oh, little. Oh, I see. Yeah, there's, like, something on his lapel. Yeah, it's, like, a little, or a candle, like a candle in the wind. <laughs> you know, that was the song that Elton John right. wrote for Right, he wrote for her. Diana. Um, I did know that. So, yeah, uh, if you have Beanie Babies out there, nobody wants your babies. <laughs> and that is this week's installment of Oh, Baby, Baby. I think, um... You know, it's ridiculous that people are um, that people will fall for this stuff, and that they'll go so hard that they'll believe that this stuff will always be worth something, and then like you know, and then and then a few years later, it obviously crashes. These things are just like cheap, it crashed, very very cheaply it made. It crashed toys. within a year. It wasn't even like you know there was five years where people were making lots of money off of Beanie Babies. I know. It was a year, and then it was over. Um, and a lot of people sunk their life savings into these beanie babies. Well, thank God. Now we have Bitcoin. Yeah, and that is, <laughs> is going to last. Thank God we have cryptocurrencies now. <laughs> oh, fucking beanie babies. All right. The moment that you've all been waiting for. And we didn't do it last time because we were doing a couch chat. Um, and now that we're back in the studio, we owe you uh, some on air readings of your fart stories. If you'll remember last time, we asked you to share with us your stories of farting in public. Fran and I shared ours. And we um, got so, well, there was an overwhelming And response. we have so many fart stories that we can't even begin to read all of them here <laughs> because there are so many of you out there just farting in public. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we thank you for participating in what we 
think is really a healing process. Yes. Uh, and a conversation that needs to be had. Come um, together. Publicly. Right now. <laughs> Thought with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these are your listener farts. Uh, and Patrick and I decided to give your farts the respect that they deserve. We're going to rate all of them like fine wines. Yeah. We're going to just talk about some of the the flavors and the Ooh. aromas Ooh, that come disgusting. along <laughs> with your farts. Okay, so this one comes from Stefan. So Stefan says, I was in a supermarket with my partner and we split up into two aisles to grab a few items to speed things up. My aisle was completely empty except for myself, so I took the opportunity to fart. Not going to lie, it was really bad. <laughs> I definitely know that you think you're alone, so you're going to let it out. <laughs> I think situation. we're alone now. <laughs> it's, it's common. Okay. Anyway, so a couple of minutes later, she comes into the aisle and tells me, that the aisle she was in was very crowded, and everybody heard my fart and was looking around, <laughs> trying to find the source oh of it. Oh, my God. She knew it was me, but technically, I got away with it. Hashtag no regrets. Nice work. Wow. Nice work. Wow. And this reminds me of, of, of when you have – I had this experience recently, too, where I had headphones in, mm -hmm. and I just felt like I was <laughs> – <like, laughs> Oh, my I just, God. It Wait. felt like I was alone. <laughs> Because I had headphones in, and it was gonna, <laughs> it's the kind of like noise canceling headphones that put you in your own space, <laughs> and I just got really comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god! So you never so... know. You have to. You have to. Every time you're about to release, you have to think. <laughs> you have to think. Of where am I? Are there this people like, nearby? This is like the new stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> can I? Can I get out if I need to? Um, also, will I ever see these people again? These mm -hmm. are all things that should be mm -hmm. considered. Yeah, you know, Stefan, I am getting aromas of... of <laughs> oh, I forgot about this part. Okay. Yes, you have to do this, like, little swishy hand motion. Like you're, like you're swirling the wine in the glass. Yeah, like you're, well, right. like, like you're kind of, like, wafting the fart yeah, a little that's bit. That's disgusting. <laughs> we don't have to get that graphic, friend. It's supposed to be funny. <laughs> Not gross. <laughs> I'm dying. I don't know about you. Um, I'm getting aromas of um, of, uh, of a licorice. Ooh. And um, <clears throat> I'm also uh, what what else, Patrick? Help me here. I feel like this one would be. Um, I feel like this one would be. This one would be like the clapping, like the like a, <laughs> like a big, or maybe a few of those, like the like one of those. I think it'd be one of those kind of kind of uh, blowouts, and oh um, my God. and I'm getting I'm getting um, maybe like a, a, a like a curry lunch mm, sensation. Mm, yes, um, yes. You were probably in the ethnic aisle. That's why you're getting the, the, the <laughs> sensations of curry. <laughs> okay, okay. Next one goes from Carter. Carter says, "I work bigger in a, Carter. Bigger Carter. Our one of our biggest Twitter. Fans. We love Carter." I work in a corporate building and I work on the eighth floor. Taking the elevator is a necessity. One day I took the elevator upstairs to go to lunch and when it was over, I took it back down to my floor. I got on alone and thought from 15 to eight will be a breeze and, uh, and the lunch I had didn't settle well. Apparently he let one go. People get on the elevator and he says to them, yeah, the person before me let one rip when they got off on 12 and they just stared at me like, I know it was you, you're disgusting. The elevator stopped at eight, and I ran off back to my office in shame. That is so 
freaking. And that's a that's a tough one. See, I I think I think where you went wrong was engaging with them. Mm, you should have said nothing. Nothing. You don't say anything. You don't make eye contact. You can't leave. No. So like you can't practice the REL system that we discussed on the last podcast or two episodes ago, I guess now. So you have to just disengage. But you have to be a poker face. You have to stay stay. If they do try to you know try to make eye contact with you, you, you have to scowl and look angry. You know? Really? Yeah, yeah. You don't want them like feeling comfortable crediting you with what you which with what you've done. So mm. I think that's where you went wrong, and uh, and he was forced to you know to run out of an elevator in shame, and no one should have to run out of an elevator in shame. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Uh, Bega Carter, you did all of the wrong things in that situation. <laughs> but thank you for sharing. I think it's going to be helpful for everyone else so that they don't end up in the same uh, sticky situation. Um, can you tell us what are some of the uh, the flavors, the, the feelings, I'm the getting, hints that you are getting from getting like Bega a, in the elevator? I'm getting a, I'm getting like a, like almost like a, like a milky vibe. Mm, like no. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not not necessarily spoiled milk, but like really pungent milk. Mm-hmm. Um, pungent milk with maybe maybe vanilla overtones. Um, as I hear I'm I'm hearing a like a squeaky Ooh. whiny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort we've of sound. All, we've all heard one of those like um, why. Yeah. Like that kind of fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. The fart's like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's my take. That's mm-hmm. what I'm getting from this. Um, the last listener fart that we have to highlight comes from <laughs> Yep, It's Me Nikki on Twitter. And she says, well, when I first began teaching, I farted during a quiet period after instruction. Uh, although it was quiet, it smelled horrid. I sat quietly and watched two of my students argue and blame each other for my deed. She then followed it up by saying she then told them to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the best. When you are the authority figure uh, and you can just literally tell them to shut up. That is really I the best I love that story. So, I love the idea of two students looking at each other and being like, no, you did it. No, you did it. And her sitting there gleefully knowing that it was. And you know what? This goes back to who smelt it, dealt it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's by, suspicious. by not taking any responsibility, by not yes. even acknowledging that she smelled it, mm-hmm. she alleviated the pressure of being you know, uh, so of somebody smart. knowing, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. in, in, in her own way, she developed a system that predates the rail system. Mm-hmm. Very smart, very yeah. smart. Also, at the end of the day, she could do whatever she wanted because she was the teacher. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I love also that you caused a couple of kids to bicker with each other mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. That, and that both of them thought that they were innocent and were blaming each other. Yes. What I'm getting hints. I'm getting hints move. of petty. That's a really. It's a petty. It's a silent. It's a silent. Silent but petty. Silent but petty is is running all through that Mm -hmm. fart. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also. What kind of aromas are you getting? um, I'm getting aromas of um, eggs. Yeah. Uh, There's a heavy egg smell coming from this. Yeah, maybe like egg and tuna salad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And also, also like you know, also I'm getting. It's like it's turmeric. Mm, is that is that what it's that is? turmeric? I you know what I was I I could it's, I it's could, a strange I could smell it. It's bizarre and it's it's not. Uh, 
It's just faint. It's just ugh. But it's just a, just a, a little faint bit. Faint turmeric smell. <laughs> 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 okay. Keep sending us your stories of farting in public, and we will keep reading them on the podcast. Um, remember, this is for the greater good yes. because we believe that we should all feel comfortable with ourselves in the public space and it's a natural function and also don't do it around me because I will call you out and tell you you're disgusting. Mm, mm. So I want I want it to help everybody when I say that I mean me. Yeah. So you are loading us up with more tips. You said you're going to give us just a tip. No. You're dropping tips everywhere. Get everybody it. gets a little bit. <laughs> everybody gets Patrick's tip. <laughs> um, Everyone gets a little tip. Listen, this was a <laughs> pod for the ages. Um, please make sure to tweet us and let us know what you thought about this week's episode using the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us last name underscore basis, or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At Ty Optional. And extra credit, please go and leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. We asked you to do this last time and you didn't do it. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, have... we're not like a lot of podcasts ask and they do a good job of like pumping themselves up. I know. I and it helps. It, was... it helps the podcast. It does. So I tried to we offer don't incentive. tend to do that. Right. And we're trying a new thing. We're offering incentive. If you leave us an iTunes comment, we potentially will read it on the pod. Last time we said to leave us a fart story. And maybe some people felt that was a little too public. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. said on Twitter, it'll get lost. It'll, yeah. It it'll gets dissipate. buried in the timeline. Sure. Yeah. The fart story will just dissipate similarly to your fart. I see. I see what you're doing. But please leave us an iTunes comment. It helps us. It helps you get a little recognition and love here at Last Name Basis. Um, is there anything else that we need to tell people? I think that's it for now. Oh, don't forget that I wrote a book. It's coming out on May 22nd. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Yes. Um, and you can order it, pre-order it at any book retailer that you know, love, and frequent. W-T-E-Q-Book.com. Sorry, I almost forgot the acronym for my own book. <laughs> is there anything else? I think that's it. It's fun. I had a great time. Um, and we will see you next time on Last Name Basis. That's not how we, no? end, that's not how we end the podcast. That's not how you end the podcast, no, but I'm how, ending the podcast. No, but we don't. How do we usually do it? I'm Francesca. Oh, right, 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 right. You can start if you want. Do you know how to? I was just doing it. No, you but weren't. But you cut me off. This is intrusive. No one cut you off. You, well, I'm you... saying you cut me off. Okay, I'm letting you. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. Well, this has been fantastic. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on Last Name Basis. I'm Pat. Oh, shit. I didn't do it. <laughs> I'll start. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. You cannot. You will not interrupt me intrusively. Here, let's just both say our names at the same time. Ready? I'm Francesca. And this was Last Name Basis from Brick Radio. Last Name Basis is hosted and produced by Francesca Ramsey and Patrick Condis. Our executive producer is Sasha Mathias, and our associate producer is Emily Bogosian. Our audio engineer is Onel Moulet. Our videographer is Curtis Boone, and our show is recorded at Brick House in downtown Brooklyn. For more information, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. <laughs> that outro is going to be so funny. <laughs> uh, and we have more. We have fart stories in the in the uh, in the chamber, so to speak. <laughs>
<laughs> we, we didn't actually get through all of them. And you were reading one that wasn't actually on the list. I know, I went looking for it. I'm glad you found that one, too, because I knew there were other ones.